What's up everyone and welcome back to another new release Monday here on Cinematic Reviews. As always, you can find this episode and many more new releases on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also support the pod by giving it a star rating and clicking that follow button on your favorite podcast listening service. Today, I traveled to Jurassic World to give my thoughts on the newest installment of the beloved franchise, Jurassic World Dominion. But before I get into that, let's talk about some facts. Jurassic World Dominion was released on June 10th, 2022. It was directed by Colin Trevorrow. He is best known for directing this and the first Jurassic World film, as well as writing Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, parts of the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker script, and The Duel of the Fates, which was Trevorrow's script for Episode Nine originally. The film has so far grossed $389 million worldwide, $143 million of that coming from the domestic side of it. This is the longest installment in the franchise at 146 minutes. More animatronics were used in this film than the previous two. Due to the backlash of hybrids in previous films, Trevorrow wanted to go back to the basics to pay homage to the original film. When Grant and Sattler reunite, the raptor resonating chamber from Jurassic Park 3 can be seen in the background. Lewis Dotson was played by Cameron Thor in the original Jurassic Park film, but was recasted by Campbell Scott in Dominion. Dotson still has the Barbasol can that he gave to Wayne Knight in the original film. Jake Johnson was set to return, but had to be cut out due to COVID restrictions and delays. Lastly, this will not be the last installment in the Jurassic Park franchise, as the trailer suggested. No surprise there, really. The studio is interested in returning to the franchise in the near future. My guess is in just a couple of years. Now, let's get to my spoiler for full thoughts on Jurassic World Dominion. So as you know, this film has been getting torn apart online. It's been dubbed the worst of the franchise. I'm here to tell you that it's not actually not that bad, but I do understand why fans hate it. A lot of the plot is messy and doesn't make sense, especially the reveal of Macy's true backstory. The villain also doesn't make any sense and was terribly written. Aside from those two big negatives, the film is actually a lot of fun. It's not the trash fire that every other reviewer is painting it to be right now. I think stepping away from hybrids and going back to the basics was a smart move by Trevorrow. I personally was never a fan of the hybrids in the two previous films. It's just lazy writing to me. Using more animatronics was awesome, and it felt more like the original film, which I absolutely love. That, I think, is the key behind love in this movie. You have to let the nostalgia overpower you so that you can ignore all the terrible choices in it. Having Sam Neill and Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum return was another smart move. This franchise needed them to return after the last two films were negative, were really negatively reacted to. Jeff Goldblum in particular was so much fun to watch as Dr. Ian Malcolm. I prefer his character in here over him in The Lost World by far. Ian Malcolm is more of a side character than a headliner in my mind. Sam Neill felt sidelined in a lot of the scenes, but him and Chris Pratt working together was really awesome. Laura Dern seemed to have the most fun coming back to the franchise out of the three of them. Her teaming up with Bryce Dallas Howard was no surprise, just like putting the two Velociraptor experts together. I honestly got chills when we get the shot of all three original stars standing next to each other while the original theme kicks in after the, the whole jet, the Jeep crash scene. I'm a sucker for all that kind of stuff. Now, these new films did feel like a complete trilogy, which hasn't happened lately. The first 
three drastic films didn't feel like a trilogy. To me, they felt more of like one-offs, to be honest with you guys. The, the three new films aren't great by any means, but at least they have that feeling of completeness. I think Dominion not only caps off the trilogy nicely enough, but the whole franchise as a whole. We get a lot of callbacks and payoffs in it. Like Dr. Grant and Sattler finally getting together at the end. Maisie gets her questions answered, even if it's a really stupid backstory. Hardcore fans get the return of Dotson and Biosyn, even though he's such a terribly written villain. And Blue gets to live a happy life with her baby. Fans such as myself have been waiting since the first film for Grant and Sattler to finally end up together. I wasn't really surprised when with them kissing at the end because once Sadler said she was divorced I knew by the end of the film that we would get some kind of payoff to their relationship Blue got sidelined in this film which really disappointed me because she is Jurassic World. Fans fell in love with her immediately when Jurassic World came out kicking her to the side was a terrible choice and didn't do any justice to the character Campbell Scott as the villain on paper sounds really awesome but he's because he's such a great actor but what they gave him was just terrible when we first meet him at Biosyn, he's just a bumbling goof. And by the end of the film, he's really terribly written. The writers tried to make him the evil version of Richard Parker, but it just didn't work. Maisie's backstory was even worse somehow. Instead of leaving her as a clone, the writers felt like they needed to step it up a notch for some reason. They had Charlotte Lockwood give birth to her. They had her give birth to herself. It's just a really weird explanation and it makes no sense to me. Everything bad about this film comes down to the writing which seems to be a really big issue in Hollywood right now, especially with this franchise. But back on a more positive note, I think this film had awesome action scenes. Chris Pratt going up against the bird-looking raptor on the ice was terrifying. Bryce Dallas Howard hiding under the water from the Edward Scissorhands-looking dinosaur was intense as hell, just like we saw in the trailer. The giant locusts in general were scary as hell. The best sequence, though, by far, is Pratt driving through Malta on the motorcycle while being chased by the raptors. Now, the laser pointing was stupid as fuck, but I love the choreography in that scene. It was just so awesome. All the dinosaurs in this film were badass. The return of the Dilophosaurus was both terrifying and awesome at the same time. Having Dotson be eaten by them was very poetic and the only good decision that the writers made in regards to his character. The three-way fight between the scissor hands looking one, T-Rex, and the Gnosaurus was crazy. I love a good team-up fight in these kinds of films. Blue teaming up with the T-Rex in the first Jurassic World was one of the best parts of it. Overall, there were a lot of mistakes made with Dominion and this franchise as a whole, but this was still a really fun dinosaur movie. The saving graces of this installment is nostalgia and the feeling of a complete trilogy, along with some cool action sequences. This franchise needed the return of the original three, and I think their characters were done justice for the most part. Sam Neill getting sidelined in a lot of the scenes was disappointing, but I'm glad he came back to the franchise. This film has one of the worst written villains in cinema history, but I have to admit that bringing back Dotson after all these years is pretty cool, especially seeing the Barbasol can again. They promoted this being the end of the franchise, but I really doubt that's true. This movie will still make a shit ton of money, and the studio will still pump out another one in the next couple years. Now at the end of the episode, let's see where Dominion falls in the rankings. I would give Jurassic World Dominion two stars out of five. It was tough to rank this against the rest of the franchise because I couldn't decide if it was better than Jurassic World or Jurassic Park 3. Ultimately, I ended up putting it below both, giving Dominion the fourth spot. Now, Jurassic World relied too heavily on hybrids and Jurassic Park 3 made too many terrible choices, 
like the talking raptor scene on the plane. But their mistakes aren't as bad as Dominion's. Dominion's sidelines blue, which was a terrible choice. The Dotson villain was horribly written. And the reveal of Macy's true backstory was just dumb as fuck. Nostalgia keeps Dominion from the bottom, though. I know it's not the best reason for it, but I'm a sucker for all that. There's a huge gap between the original film and the rest of this franchise, though. But I'll get into that more during the Jurassic Park season in the near future. Until then, you can check out this whole list and many more of the lists that I have done on Leatherbox. Just search for cinematic reviews. Well, that'll do it for this week's new release. Join me next time for my thoughts on Disney Pixar's Lightyear, starring Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Also join me every week for my reactions to the latest Obi-Wan Kenobi episode.